I'm Lisa Stone. Thank you for joining us for this edition of Parenting Aces. Welcome to the Parenting Aces podcast. I'm your host, Lisa Stone. We are still accepting entries for the Saul Schwartz Save College Tennis All-In Tournaments here in Atlanta on July 21st and 22nd, and also up in Baltimore, Maryland, August 11th and 12th. Please go to parentingaces.com for information on how to enter the events. Go to the Saul UTR on Facebook or Twitter to find the entries, or you can search on myutr.com and find the entry forms there. I really hope that if you have a high school or a college age player that you will consider adding this tournament, one or both of them, to your child's schedule this summer. I'd love to see you in Atlanta and in Baltimore. We have a great time at this event and there are amazing prizes. Wilson is once again providing our grand prize, but we've got some other amazing prizes from our sponsors as well. So please do check that out and consider joining us this year. This week's podcast is focusing again on college. Last week, we talked about the recruiting process for tennis and how you can use Match Tennis app to help manage that process. This week, we talk more about the actual college application process and how to find scholarship money if your child isn't offered a full ride or even a half ride or partial ride through their tennis. And this week's guest, Marissa Medin, is an expert on navigating through the application process, but her specialty really has to do with educating the parents about the process so that the parent can help his or her child come up with a list of schools, figure out when to take the necessary tests, how to manage their high school course load, etc., etc. And we dig deeper into all of that in the podcast this week and Marissa shares some fantastic information. I want to encourage you to check out the show notes because Marissa has generously offered a really nice discount to the Parenting Aces audience, and the link for that discount is in the show notes, so you'll need to take a look at that on parentingaces.com, or you can look at the notes on iTunes or wherever you consume podcasts. I also want to encourage you to share our podcast with your friends in the tennis community Parents need this information, and as you know, because you got to this podcast, because you are looking for information, it would be a great gift to share this with the other parents in your circle. So do me a favor and post the link on your social media, send a text or an email to a friend who may be having some questions about the various aspects of junior tennis and college tennis and recruiting and doing a better job as a tennis parent. We, we're all in this together and we really need to help and support one another as we go through the process. All right, enough about that. I know you're excited to hear from Marissa, so please sit back and enjoy this week's podcast with Marissa Medin. Marissa Medin, thank you so much for joining us on the Parenting Aces podcast. Thank you for having me, Lisa. So excited to be here. So you started a company called Talk College to Me, 
And the way we connected was actually through another woman who has done the Parenting Aces. Well, she did an article for us, um, Tammy Matheny. And we talked about how test scores are so important to getting into college now and gaining scholarships. And specifically, Tammy works with students to tutor them and help them improve their test scores. And you came across our article, which I thought was so cool and reached out. And then turns out we're both in Atlanta. So I know. Surprise. We <laughs> <Close> by. <laughs> yeah, it's awesome. So tell our audience a little bit about what Talk College to Me is and why you decided to start this website and business. Yeah, absolutely. So um, I have always had a passion for colleges and college campuses. And I really loved my own college experience. I went to the University of Michigan and just absolutely loved it. I think I found the perfect school for me and um, just had the most wonderful experience. And um, after college, I actually went on to work in brand marketing for PepsiCo. Um, And while during this time, I would go back to my college campus and do recruiting and talk to students. And um, I just kind of loved this space. Anytime I was traveling, I would always find myself like wandering through college campuses and exploring them. And I just think it's such um, an important part of, um, of, of kids' lives is where they choose to go and how they spend their time. And as I kind of got into this, um, I actually spent a decent amount of time working with families, helping them to navigate this process. So kind of in my spare time while I was working full time, I would volunteer and work at nonprofits and just kind of learn the ins and outs of the whole college process. And I learned that I was really good at teaching it and I really um, enjoyed it and just like had this passion for it. And so I left my corporate job um, and I started Talk College to Me to do this full time. So since then, I have um, focused on helping parents actually navigate this college admissions process because what I found is, you know, the parents have such a huge influence on their kids and how they're able to help them. And as I was talking to so many parents, there were kind of two parts. One was that um, they, they, I like to say they didn't know what they didn't know. So there's so many parts of this process. There's there's so many moving parts that a lot of parents didn't even know to be helping their kids with certain parts of it. And the second part was that a lot of parents wanted to be doing everything to help, but, um, you know, they kept feeling in this gut, like in their gut that they were missing important deadlines or milestones, or there were just things that they should be doing and they just weren't sure what. So I put together, um, I started this business to help parents essentially kind of from start to finish, feel confident that they could help their kids navigate the process, feel like they were doing everything in their power to, um, you know, guide them in the right, right direction and help them get to the right place and help them get admitted to the schools that they, um, you know, wanted to apply to and felt like would be a good fit. So that's kind of the gist of how this all came to be. And so specifically, do you meet in person with parents or do you do this virtually? How does the process work? Yeah, such a wonderful question. So the work I used to do, I would work directly with families, um, you know, talk to them one-on-one. But the kind of other thing that I found as I did this is that um, there's this whole opportunity, one-on-one counseling. um, You know, there's people who work 
directly with families and will hold their hands through the entire process start to finish. But it's really expensive because, you know, it it takes a lot of one-on-one time from this college consultant. And I wanted to be able to help even more families who maybe couldn't afford that cost. You know, that can cost anywhere from $4,000 to $5,000 is around the average and upwards of $10,000. And I know that not every family can afford that, but I just felt so strongly that every family still deserves to learn this information and parents should be able to help their children through this process. So I created an online course, which is called the seven day college admissions crash course for parents. And essentially, um, I know a lot of parents are not familiar with online courses, but you know, it's a place where you have your little login and password and you go in and it's a series of um, pre-recorded video lessons that I have spent a full year putting together um, all of this information in a way that's really condensed for parents to, again, just understand that process from start to finish, walks them through in really great detail everything that a personal college consultant would share with them and share with their children. Um, But it doesn't necessarily take my one-on-one time to start. So I'm able to offer it at a a much lower price point than that college consultant. So I don't do that one-on-one work anymore, but in the course, it definitely feels like I'm working one-on-one with a parent and they can share it with their kids. And then um, I have a great Facebook group and um, an email list where I still, you know, continue to interact and answer questions and send out really helpful information. So in a way, I still feel like I'm working, you know, really directly with these families, but they also just have this great um, recorded information and all of these resources and um, guides and cheat sheets and and links to helpful, um, you know, helpful websites and things like that that I recommend that is there for them um, unlimited access when they purchase this course. That's great. And I will just say to my listeners, I have had a chance to go through a couple of the sections of the course, and it is very thorough, very detailed, very easy to understand, and I highly recommend (laughs) taking a look at this, um, you know, as your child is starting to look at college. And um, it's not a sports-specific course, so this is not aimed necessarily for potential student-athletes but it is aimed for any student that is applying to college. And I think, you know, even if your child is going to a division two or division three school, division one, it doesn't matter. There are certain universal truths about, you know, (laughs) what it means to apply to college and how, how are applications looked at? What are the important factors that are applicable regardless of whether your child plays a sport or is an artist or is simply focused on academics, right? Yeah, absolutely. I love that. Yeah, I know you are the master behind when it comes to athletics and the the specifics there. But as you mentioned, yeah, the course has a lot of information that's still going to be really generally helpful about, um, you know, when standardized tests are coming up and timelines and, um, you know, all sorts of things and essays that, again, depending whether you're applying to D1 or how heavily you're being recruited, um, may be more or less important. But um, the whole kind of general information of the start to finish process, there's still going to be a lot of overlaps that are going to be really, really helpful, whether your child is playing a sport or not. 
And just to clear up one kind of misconception that I know we had when my son was applying to college, we we thought he didn't have to go through the application process since he was being recruited. But even if your child is looking at playing tennis in college, they still do have to fill out an application and they still do have to be actually accepted by the college or university. So this information on talkcollegetome.com is still important <laughs> regardless. <laughs> and I think it's really important to read through it. You have some incredibly helpful blog articles on here in addition to your courses. And I mean, they're just, you know, there's some great info here. I mean, things like how much does your high school GPA matter? And what are the benefits of AP classes? I mean, these are all questions that that parents have, regardless of whether they have an athlete or not, right? Yeah, absolutely. I think that there's, you know, at the end of the day, and again, depending on um, the level of athleticism and how your child is being recruited, I think the difference comes with, um, you know, they might accept a lower test score or a lower GPA if um, they're heavily recruiting your child for tennis or something like that. But still knowing what classes they need to be taking in general and still understanding, um, again, like, the the SAT score, the ACT score may not have to be as high as someone who's not playing a sport, but they're still going to have to take that test and hit a minimum level. And it's still so important just to know, again, all of the general information about how to help your kid choose the right classes and um, how GPAs are calculated and how SAT and ACT scores are, um, you know, just the timing of it all. And again, there's just so many details that overlap. And as you said, kids still have to apply to the schools and inside the course, we still give tons of information on, you know, how to build out a resume and how to list your activities and how to show um, what you're passionate about. And, and again, even if you, if tennis is um, what your kid is living and breathing, um, you know, throughout the course, we still show ways where you can take that love of tennis and um, apply it into different areas, whether it's an internship or, um, you know, what you're studying or how you're volunteering or, um, you know, there's just so many different ways that will make your kid a more impressive candidate. And, you know, if you're an equal level tennis player as somebody else, but you can have a more impressive application, you know, that's only going to help your child in the long run. Right, right. And, you know, for tennis parents, one of the kind of myths that were sold along the way is that, you know, it's it's good to invest in your child's sport and help them achieve the highest level they can during their jun- junior tennis years, because it's all going to come back in the in the form of a college scholarship. And, you know, I, I call BS on that one. <laughs> um, I bought in, I'm guilty as charged, but the reality is, especially on the men's side, the scholarship money from tennis isn't necessarily going to be there. It's very, very rare for, again, especially on the men's side, uh, a player to receive a full ride to college. And so another feature that you have in, on your website that is so helpful is information on scholarships. And so let me just say, parents, that 
if your child isn't offered as much tennis scholarship money as you were hoping for, there are other scholarships out there and Marissa can help you with that. So Marissa, I'm, I'm going to be quiet now and let you talk about that. <laughs> yes. And feel free to chime in with more specific questions or anything like that. But I think what you're getting at is, um, you know, as kids are applying to colleges, um, there's kind of two main types of scholarships that schools themselves are offering. And that's um, athletic scholarships, which, you know, all of you listening are probably more familiar and is the goal to get to, right, is to have a a full ride, ideally, um, you know, paid for by their tennis abilities. Um, And that may or may not happen. As Lisa is pointing out, the odds are dwindling as I hear. Um, But there's other opportunities. So the other main Uh, scholarship opportunities that many people think of is also from school or for academics, and those are merit scholarships. So again, you have those kind of athletic and merit scholarships that are governed from schools. But if your child doesn't um, get either that full ride or as much money or any money, sometimes, you know, maybe it doesn't work out the way that you hoped um, from either of those scholarships, there are other scholarships Um, out there that I I call them outside scholarships, but they essentially come from um, other businesses, community organizations that are, um, you know, sometimes given nationally, sometimes are local based on your state, based on even your city or a local business in your area. And these are really great opportunities for kids to apply to kind of supplement, um, whether if, you know, if they're not receiving as much money or any money, um, for tennis as, as parents had hoped for to still have ways to find this funding. Right. And you offer a guide for that, right? Yes, I have a guide and we can mention at the end and I think Lisa will probably put it in the notes and I'll talk through it, but um, I'd love to give you guys the link to download it for now. So if anyone goes to talk college to me, so that's talkcollegetome.com slash parenting aces, you can um, download this guide that I have to help your kid find outside outside scholarships. And there's kind of five main places and um, ways to look. And it's so important to know because it's really easy to waste time and apply to the wrong things and have a really unsuccessful results when it comes to searching for them if you don't know the right place to look. And then the guide also has um, 10 really helpful tips of how to actually apply and kind of maximize your child's chances of winning this scholarship money and avoiding this kind of useless um, application of, of getting nowhere. So again, that's talkcollegetome.com slash parenting aces um, to download this guide. And I'm sure we'll, we'll, we can talk about, um, Lisa, if you have specific questions or any things you want me to cover about them, but it's a really great resource to help um, any parent to work with their kid to help them understand where to go and how to apply, search for, and find the right outside scholarships to apply to. Well, one of the things I want to ask you about is the whole notion of when you get a scholarship or when you apply and, and are granted a scholarship is that a one-time thing? Is it something that's going to keep being given to you throughout your four years of school? Or how does that work? Or is it different? For these outside scholarships? Yes. 
Yeah, such a great question. So this is one of the secrets I love to share with people that not a lot of people know. So when you apply to this kind of outside scholarship, it's usually a one-time thing. So you would apply this year and you get you know the money for that following school year or whenever it may be. And that's kind of it. But what a lot of people don't know is that they can apply for multiple years. So there's kind of two secrets to this. One is that you can start applying, you know, as early as freshman year of high school. I think a lot of people assume that they have to wait until senior year to start applying to get that money for, um, you know, they're starting their freshman year of high school. But a lot of times and each scholarship will, you know, has their own rules and regulations and it will say, you know, anybody can, um, anyone in high school can qualify for this scholarship. So for so any actually some, wait, wait, whoa, whoa. Yeah. so you could actually get scholarship money while you're still in high school. Like they'll yeah, send exactly. you a check while you're still in high school. Well, it'll still apply for, it'll go, you know, towards that college tuition, but you can uh, start applying as, you know, as early as now for any you know parents in high school listening. And then um, you can also keep applying in college as well. So again, people kind of assume that the senior year of high school, they need to start applying for all these scholarships and, you know, that's it. But a lot of times people can, um, you know, students can continue to apply for scholarships during their freshman, sophomore, junior, and senior year of college as well. And so back to that question where you're asking if it's one time, you know, if you, let's say you found this local organization in your hometown that was a really great fit um, for you for a scholarship and you won it your, you know, senior year of high school, you could then keep applying for that exact same scholarship freshman year, sophomore year, junior year, senior year, college as well. And you're not guaranteed to win that money every year. But if you were a good fit and, you know, you continue to, you know, submit that application and keep in touch with that business or, you know, wherever it was that you won that scholarship from, then you can potentially, um, it's kind of low hanging fruit to continue to win that scholarship year after year. So certainly it's not guaranteed, but that's one of the secrets that a lot of families don't know and can really add up over time. You know, if it's a $2,000 scholarship and you win it for, um, you know, your senior year and then all four years of college, it's, $10,000, $10,000, right? So it's, right. um, it really can add up. Yeah, no, it's awesome. And, and a lot of the, the outside scholarships, I know we went through this process, you know, some of them are, you know, $250, $500, yes. $1,000. If your child is going to a pricey private school, that doesn't sound like a lot of money, but as Marissa said, it adds up. And, you know, a lot of these applications are, really easy to fill out. They're not, it's not like filling out college applications. And so um, I would encourage parents to take a look at this. And, and I want to just make one other point, Marissa, and that is that if a student goes into a recruiting meeting, let's say an unofficial visit or an official visit, even uh, with a college tennis coach and says to the coach, I've already been granted scholarships you know, totaling X percent of, of the total tuition here due to my academics or other interests, that makes you a much more interesting and um, favorable candidate to a college coach who may have limited tennis scholarship money to hand absolutely, out. Absolutely. Absolutely. 
Yeah. So I think that's really important. All right. So before we finish up, what other tips do you want parents to know about and what are the best ways for them to reach out to you with questions? Yeah, great. Um, So the one, um, I'll give a couple more tips um, just about this, um, you know, finding scholarships. I think it's really important to um, help your kid identify scholarships that are going to be a really good fit for them. So as you're searching and, um, you know, there's way more detail inside the scholarship guide about how to actually do this and inside my college course as well. But it's really important to apply to these outside scholarships that fit with your kids' interests. So there's scholarships for literally, I I say literally everything, probably almost everything, but there's going to be these outside scholarships that are for kids who love tennis, for kids who love writing, for kids who love poetry, for kids who love photography, um, you know, for kids who have a certain ethnic background or in a location. So one thing is to really hone in on, you know, almost like write out a list of your kids' interest and, um, you know, facts about them and just, and in the guide, it tells you how to search for them, but that's the one thing. And then the other thing I want to point out about scholarships is that, um, with these outside scholarships, they can be kind of frustrating for kids and families at first, because when you first start applying, it does take a little bit of upfront work. So a lot of these applications, as you said, they are simple, way more simple, obviously, than a full college application by all means. But they do sometimes require an essay or a letter of recommendation and that sort of thing. So the first couple that your child might apply to might feel like a lot of work and it can feel like an uphill climb to say like, you know, I did all this work and I didn't even win this first one that I applied to. And so my advice is just to keep applying because once your kid has filled out a couple of applications, they're going to have essays that they can just like barely, barely tweak to then use for all of these other applications. And the more they can submit, even again, if it feels like a small scholarship of only $500 or something like that. Um, Again, they're going to be able to submit these applications in really quick. And when they learn to find the right fit and you have all of the resources ready, the whole process is going to feel a whole lot easier. So my message is kind of don't give up, put in the work in the beginning and then use that hard work to then do the easy part and just kind of find them and keep applying and keep applying. And I want to say that Usually when I talk about college recruiting and college applications, I hammer home this message that this needs to be driven by the kid and Mm -hmm. that we parents need to take a back seat and, um, you know, let our child really (laughs) do the work. But I am going to say that for this piece of things, this is a place where if you're like me and you've got to have your hands in it in some kind of way. This is the place, parents, where it's okay if you do the the big part of the work here, you know, right, Marissa? I mean, it's yeah, and I our I kids think, are busy totally, and I think you know why I love what I do working with parents is that I just so strongly believe that um, you know kids do need guidance. I think they absolutely absolutely need to be doing the hard work. They need to be writing the essays and searching for the scholarships and, um, you know, really heavily involved, as you say, with figuring out where they want to go to college. But it's really up to parents to guide their children and to understand the playing field of colleges and college admissions so that you can help your kid 
explain, you know, explain to them how to write the best essays and how to find these scholarships to give them all the tools that they need. And if parents are clueless, then kids are going to be clueless as well. And they're going to be flying blind. So, you know, I know that I had, you know, the most wonderful parents and they wanted to do everything that they could to help me. But when I went through it, you know, I, I still talk to my, to my parents about this is they just had no idea what they were doing. And, you know, they're very smart and they're really awesome. And they're like the most supporting, caring parents, but they didn't know better. So the course that I teach is really to help you as a parent um, learn what you don't even know and learn how you can help your kid. And a lot of people ask, they're like, can my, can my kid take this course with me? And the answer is absolutely yes. So I recommend the parents go through it from start to finish. And then if there's particular lessons on how to write an essay or you know how to apply for these scholarships like we're talking about here, they can watch with you or go back and watch those also. Um, but this way, everybody's just informed. And it's, I think, a really unique course in that everything else is kind of geared towards the kids and walking them through everything. And this is really for you as parents to say, here's what you need to know. And here's how you can really help your kid succeed and become the best applicant throughout their four years in high school. And then also, um, you know, fill, choose the right colleges and fill out the best possible applications. And that's, it's so important. And Marissa, I'm so grateful to you for putting this together and then offering to share it with the Parenting Aces community. So thank you. And again, give us the links and tell our audience how to reach you. Yeah, absolutely. So um, a great hub to find anything if you go to talkcollegetome.com. Again, that's talk, T-A-L-K, college t-o-m-e dot com. Um, you can find all of my general information. You can email me. Um, you can search for talkcollegetome.com slash courses. You'll find that um, information for that seven-day college admissions crash course that we've been talking about here. And then again, to download that scholarship guide, if you're interested in that, it's talkcollegetome.com slash parentingaces. And again, all those links will be included in the show notes. So be sure and check them out. Marissa, thank you for coming on the podcast and sharing this with the Parenting Aces audience. And I hope we can have you back as you expand your offerings at Talk College to Me. And um, anytime something comes up that you feel like would be of interest to our audience, I'd love to have you. Absolutely. Well, thank you, Lisa, for having me. Thank you, everyone, for listening. And I wish everybody the best of luck in their tennis endeavors. Thank you. And to my audience, thanks for tuning in. And we'll catch you next time on Parenting Aces. I'm Lisa Stone, and you've been listening to the Parenting Aces podcast. For tennis parents, by a tennis parent. If you like what you've heard, please subscribe to us and write a review on iTunes. For more information on navigating the junior and college tennis journey, please visit us online at parentingaces.com. Thanks for tuning in and sharing us with your tennis community.